Welcome to Unpacking iOS. My name is Jonathan Wiley, and in this week's episode, I have 10 top tips for those of you who want to get more out of the Apple Mail app. So let's start unpacking. Nobody really likes email, at least I don't think they do, but it seems destined to be one of those things that's going to be with us for years to come. It's free, it's fast, it's easy to use, and if you do it properly, it can be a relatively efficient medium for communication. There are dozens of email apps in the App Store to help you master your email, and each one has a variety of unique features. But the Apple Mail app that comes on your phone or your iPad is no slouch. It has some tricks up its sleeves that you may not be aware of, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. 10 tips for mastering the art of email with the Mail app on your iPhone or iPad. Number one is to change the sent from my iPhone signature on your email. Now, this might be one you've already done because it's usually the first thing people do when they start tweaking their mail. But by default, Apple does include that kind of cliched sent from my iPhone or sent from my iPad after each email that you compose in their mail client. But it's pretty easy to customize and change that to your liking. So if you open the settings app, tap mail, tap signature, you can tap in the box here and make that anything you want. Sometimes people get a little annoyed that they can't add rich text formatting like hyperlinks or bold or underline. But if you type your email signature that you want in a different app like Pages, where you can do that rich text formatting, you can copy it from that app and paste it into the signature box and still get all that rich text formatting. If you have multiple email accounts, all in the Apple Mail app, you can have different signatures for each account. It's in the same place in the settings under Mail, except this time you'll see a Per Account option. And if you tap that, you can choose to have a different signature for each email account that you send from. And I think this is particularly useful if you're on your phone and you want to have a bit more separation between email you send from your work account and email you send from personal accounts. Number two is to minimize draft emails for more room. If you're composing an email and you want to refer back to some information in another email, you can minimize the one that you're working on, go back to your inbox and find the information that you need. All you need to do in order to complete this task is to swipe down from the top of the compose window that you're working on and your email will get minimized to a tray at the bottom of your screen. Once you find the information you need, tap on that minimized email and it will open again and let you continue working on it. You can even do this if you're working between several emails at once. You can minimize two, three, four, five, all using the same method. To choose the one you need, tap on the stack at the bottom of your screen and you will see all the draft emails you currently have there. And to get rid of one that you don't need, tap the X in the left-hand corner to delete it or swipe it away with a one-finger gesture from right to left. Tip number three, Siri can also help with your email. For instance, you can give commands like 
Email Dr. Collins and tell her that I will drop by on my way home to pick up the paperwork. Sounds kind of wordy, but it's the kind of thing you might type in an email and Siri can transcribe that and get that email all sent for you. So here's some other things you could ask Siri to assist you with if you're using the Mail app on iPhone and iPad. You can say something like, send an email to my wife. And Siri will pop up and ask you what the subject of the email is and what you want to say in the email. You can say things like, email Carl about the change in plans. You can just ask Siri to check email. Show new email from a specific person. What about if you ask Siri to read my mail? It will go through your mail and start reading the new emails to you. You can say reply to this mail. You can search for mail this way. All kinds of different commands that you might think about doing manually with your your finger. If you are hands-free, maybe in the car or you're getting ready to go out the door, you can do these things instead of picking up your phone. Number four is about trashing and archiving email on iPhone and iPad. On my Gmail account, inside of Apple Mail, there is an archive button to remove emails from my inbox. And in my Outlook account, there is a trash can. Now, I don't know why this is, why Gmail defaults to an archive button and why Outlook defaults to a trash can, but that's just the way it seems to be when you add accounts in the Apple Mail account. So there are a couple of easy ways to fix that. If you press and hold the trash can, you get the option to archive an email instead. And the same is true for the archive button. If you press and hold that, you'll get the option to trash email. If you simply want to have the opposite of whatever the button is in your email, you can do that, but it's really hidden deep inside the settings app. And it's probably not where you think. You probably think it's under settings and mail. It's not because it's under settings and then passwords and accounts. And if you dig deep enough in here into your email account and you go into the advanced settings there, you will see the option to choose a deleted mailbox or an archived mailbox for where you want discarded emails to go. I'll put instructions on how to get that in the article in the show notes. Tip number five is the ability to add and scan attachments in the mail app. Adding an attachment to an email on the iPhone or an iPad is a really simple process. After you tap in the Compose window, you can tap it again to summon that black pop-up menu that lets you do things like select and add bold, italic, and underline. If you keep cycling through the options there, on the iPhone, you have to tap the right arrow to find that option. On the iPad, most of the time, it shows you all the options. You can tap the option that says Add Document. And this will open the Files app on your device, where you can choose from your most recent files or browse for a file that is stored in another app or connect to cloud services like Dropbox, Google Drive, and choose your file from there. In iOS 13 or later, you even have the option to scan a paper document and attach that to your email. And it works the same way. As you tap in the Compose window and you get that black pop-up menu, One of the options in there is to scan a document. If you tap that, the camera app will open on your phone. So you move your phone or your iPad over the document that you want to scan and it will outline it with like a blue frame on the outside to show it's recognized the shape of the document. And then you tap the capture button 
and you can repeat this for as many pages as you want to scan. Once you're done, you tap save and it attaches all those scans to an email that you're ready to send off to somebody else. So you don't need that office scanner or anything else. You can use your device to make some really nice and easy scans of a document. Tip number six is not everybody's favorite one, but this lets you see more mail in your inbox. I say it's not everyone's favorite because not everybody wants to see even more email, but it's a quick and easy thing that will let you do less scrolling up and down in your inbox. And the way that you see more mail in the inbox is to reduce the preview lines that you see under each email. The preview lines are the first couple of sentences of the email that appear under the sender in your inbox. And by default, I think you see like two preview lines, but you can reduce that to one or even none, and you'll be able to have more emails in your inbox at one time without scrolling. To do that, you go to settings, then tap on mail, and then tap preview to change the density of your inbox. Tip number seven is using smart mailboxes on your iPhone and iPad. Now, it took me a long time to find these or come across these. I just, they weren't on my radar for some reason. But you can sort emails automatically with smart mailboxes. These handy things will collect and sort the email for you so long as they meet a certain criteria. For instance, there's a today mailbox and that only shows email that you received that day. There's also smart mailboxes for attachments, for drafts, for VIP senders, and more. And all you have to do to set that up is tap mailboxes in the top left-hand corner of the mail app, tap edit, and then you'll see all the smart mailboxes that you can add or delete from your phone. So all you have to do is tap on the ones you want, tap flagged, tap unread, tap attachments, tap the ones that you want, reorder them by dragging them up and down on your phone, and then tap done to save it. And then the next time you just quickly want to see all your draft emails or you quickly want to see all the emails with attachments, you can go back to your mailboxes and tap on that smart mailbox and it will filter through all the email that you have and just show you a select criteria. So tip number eight is using VIP senders in the iOS mail app. So this is one of those smart mailboxes I just talked about. VIP senders have a special status in the Apple mail app. If you make any of your contacts a VIP sender, it means that they will go to a smart mailbox folder by themselves. And so this can be a quick way of filtering through your email and just seeing the really important email. If you make friends and family VIP senders, they go to the VIP mailbox. You won't see newsletters. You won't see social media updates. You won't see junk mail. You'll just see the important emails that you want to see at one time. These VIP senders also get custom notification settings so that they can bypass the rules that you set for normal email notifications. Adding a sender to your VIP list is pretty easy and painless. If you get an email from somebody that you want to make a VIP, all you have to do is tap on their name inside of the email. A contact card will open up and you'll see an option to add VIP. To set custom notification alerts for your VIP senders, go to settings, tap on notifications, tap on mail, and then tap VIP. And you can choose the type of alerts that you want for people that you have made VIP contacts. 
these VIP settings will override all other mail notification settings. So if you normally don't have any notifications for mail, then you can say for everything, I don't want notifications, but for VIP senders, I do want notifications. And you can set up those kind of rules just so that you only get notified about the email you really want to get notified about. Tip number nine is creating calendar events from emails. The mail app on the iPhone and iPad is clever enough to detect dates that you might want to add to your calendar. If it finds a date and time in an email, it will underline it and give you the chance to save it. So when you tap on that date, you get the option to create a calendar event for that day and time. And if you prefer, you can also show that date in your calendar just to see if you're available. Then you can reply to the email and say, sure, that sounds good. Or you can add a task to the Reminders app and you can check on that later. So if you look for dates and you see them underlined, tap on them and you'll get options to add those types of events to a calendar. Last but not least, tip number 10 is to use handoff for email on Apple devices. Sometimes you start writing an email on your iPhone and then realize that it's actually going to take a little longer to compose than you first thought. For times like these, it's helpful to have a bigger screen and a bigger keyboard. And this is where handoff comes into play. It's a feature that Apple has included so that when you approach your Mac or your iPad with the Mail app open on your iPhone, you see that Mail icon with a phone on it appear in the right-hand side of the dock on those bigger devices. When you tap on that icon, the mail app will open on your Mac or your iPad and you can continue writing that email that you started on your phone. Everything will be synced over to that other device. All you need to do to make sure this works is to see that handoff is enabled on your iOS device by going to settings and then handoff and make sure that all your devices are connected to the same iCloud account with Wi-Fi and Bluetooth turned on. And that's about it for this episode. Look in the show notes for a link to the article that has step-by-step directions for all of these things I just talked about. It even has a bonus tip. Yes, number 11 is in the article. If you go and read that, it's about how to sign PDFs in emails. Otherwise, thanks for listening, and I will see you on the next episode.